0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Uncanny Cinema. So we are here for our second Christmas offering for the season. Uh, we just did um, The Lion in Winter, the classic film The Lion in Winter, uh, for our you know more unusual uh, offering because that one is a movie that doesn't get talked about much these days. Uh, but for our famous one, we are looking at something else. And this, remember... Uh, three times a year, we look at a famous film once at Christmas, once at uh, April Fool's Day, and once in the summer. So, this is our uncanny cinema Christmas present, and we are looking at Love Actually. 2003's Love Actually. Uh, it was written and directed by Richard Curtis. He's someone that you might not know by name. Um, British people, I'm sure, uh, are much more familiar with him um, because he's been in British media for decades. Um, but you know, he's definitely done a lot of things that you are at least aware of if you haven't seen. So he wrote Four Weddings and a Funeral, wrote Notting Hill. He wrote Bean, the Mr. Bean movie. Uh, he wrote War Horse, which surprised me. Uh, he like oh. co- co-wrote that one. Uh, he wrote the movie Yesterday um, and uh, many others that he had his hand in. Um, and then he wrote and directed... Uh, the Boat That Rocked, which was, I think, about like pirate radio stuff. I'm pretty sure yeah, it was it was called pirate radio, I think. America, oh, I, I think. Th- well, OK. So I think it's when I was looking up on Wikipedia, it said The Boat That Rocked. I think it went under the title Pirate Radio for American audiences. I think yeah. that's what the deal was. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, uh, The Boat That Rocked, Pirate Radio, and then uh, also did wrote and directed About Time. And then aside from his, uh, you know, writing, directing career, he started um with some uh pretty big works he was in a variety of tv uh series in like uh in england working behind the scenes as a writer producer things like that um but the biggest ones are that he co-created mr bean and Blackadder. so uh, uh some uh some pretty <laughs> jess is shocked
1: yes I didn't know. oh michael
0: curtis is the man yeah yeah, yeah. richard curtis is uh oh, it was, was like a Uh, You creative partner to Rowan Atkinson, better known all over the world as Mr. Bean, but who was also (laughs) Blackadder and Johnny English and various other roles. Uh, But yeah, so this is one of his solo efforts. Like I said, he's only written and directed, uh, I believe, three films, uh, both that rocked About Time and Love Actually. But he's written many other films that other directors have directed. And then he's served as like writer and producer on bunch of tv stuff and a bunch of other films as well uh okay so this movie came out in 2003 um it was kind of like mildly received well by critics it wasn't panned it wasn't lauded it was kind of a mixture um it's definitely something that has caught on with audiences over the years um so like some people definitely see it as a a modern christmas classic Others see it as a problematic Christmas classic. Um, we'll discuss both. Um, and then uh, for the cast, if you're unfamiliar with this movie, uh, it is pretty stacked. We've got Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson, Hugh Grant, Kira Knightley, Colin Firth, uh, Liam Neeson, Bill Nighy, um, Andrew Lincoln, uh, Laura Linney, Billy Bob Thornton rowan atkinson mr bean himself uh makes a brief appearance january jones prior to being on mad men uh, i forgot she was in this uh alicia cuthbert uh shannon elizabeth denise richards uh some of these people have very small parts um but they are people you've heard of claudia schiffer randomly shows up (laughs) uh at one part uh martin freeman i skipped over um and then uh, a number of other character actors. And then I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's been in tons of stuff. Chuitel, I think. Yeah, or we'll or... go with what Eric yeah. says. <laughs> Whatever. That, that way, way you're okay. in trouble. Uh, I can <laughs> spell it. I can't pronounce it. I don't know. <laughs> you can spell it? Yeah. I... <laughs> spell it right now. Go.
2: Do it. Prove it. Well, the last name is E-J-I-O-F-O-R. Yes. And then I think it's C H I.
0: W-I-T-E-L? W-E-T-E-L.
2: Oh, embarrassing. I'm sorry,
0: Eric. Uh. Throw
3: him off the show. (laughs) Throw him off the show.
0: (laughs) Jack wants any excuse to get a slight advantage over (laughs) Eric. Uh, So anyway, obviously it's a very stacked cast, especially when it comes to British performers. So uh, tons and tons of people that you know from many, many things, uh, films and TV shows. Yeah. you know, we can go into like what their roles are and explain it as we go. Cause it, what this is again, it's a very famous film. So you probably are at least aware of it, but if you aren't, if you've just heard of Love Actually, and but don't really know how it operates, um, it is like a romantic comedy, but it's a romantic comedy that has all these overlapping storylines, um, has all these stories that are doing their own thing, but characters are kind of tangentially or, you know, like literally related to each other or they know each other in some way. And so it connects the story. Um, From what I read, uh, Richard Curtis was working on like two different scripts. And one was uh, a focus on a prime minister, which ends up being Hugh Grant's storyline and character. Um, And the other was a focus on a writer, which ends up being Colin Firth's character Um, and he was doing two different scripts and he wasn't liking where they were going. And he thought, well, what if I put this together? And then he started creating different storylines and things. And he was also pulling from things like Pulp Fiction. Um, you know, different, you know, obviously there's been many movies that have done that kind of thing, but Pulp Fiction is probably the most famous example of the, this kind of sprawling narrative with a lot of different storylines. Um, so I think there's like nine, nine different, uh, segmented storylines or something in this yes correct uh okay so uh we'll dig into like some of the plots uh as we go and characters and other aspects of the film um but without further ado uh, i'll introduce my cast here and so uh everyone on the podcast has seen love actually before everyone is uh, at least somewhat of a fan i think we have some definite super fans on this uh, podcast Uh, So first up, uh, we'll introduce Jack. Jack is here to talk about Love Actually for us.
3: Jack is here. You're welcome.
0: All right. Uh, We also have uh, Jess rejoining us uh, after a little bit. And uh, Jess had actually requested this film, so uh, I figured it would be a good one. Good well, <laughs> yeah. <Great> job, Jess. <laughs> Some time ago. <laughs> I not <don't> remember. <laughs> uh, and I thought it would be a good one to do. I mean, it's too famous to do during a lot of the year for us, but uh, since we always do a famous one at Christmas, and since this is a Christmas movie, uh, I thought this would be a good one to pick. So welcome back, Jess.
1: Thank you.
0: Alright, and uh we also have Eric joining us who I know is uh is one of the super fans in attendance uh here to talk super about fan. Love Actually.
2: <laughs> yes, this was my uh It's a wonderful life watching every Christmas Eve for a very long time. Um it's been a few years since I've watched it, but uh still love it, so
0: mm-hmm. let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right, so uh, we'll open things up. What do we make of Love Actually?
3: Awkward British Men, the movie. Uh huh. I love it.
1: But charming as was, fuck, awkward British Men. I was going to, my
2: first question was going to be for the ladies. Who's more charmingly awkward, Colin Firth or Hugh Grant? Oh. That
1: is so close. I think Hugh Grant wins it in this movie. I think he does. I, his hi. hype. Hype. Oh, oh, I love it so much
2: like, he's got the high, and then Colin Firth has the little squeal he lets out when he's climbing over the (laughs) fence. Yeah,
3: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I gotta go with Hugh Grant, because I think um, (laughs) he at least turns up the charm a little bit because he's the prime minister in this movie. So Mm -hmm. he's got some of that, like, presence, you know, which makes it a little more evenly balanced, whereas Colin Firth is Jamie, right? Yeah. I hate Uncle Jamie. I hate Uncle Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Um... He is just extremely awkward because half the movie or half of his uh, plot, he is trying to communicate with somebody who doesn't speak English, making him mm-hmm. way more awkward. So, yeah, I'd say Yeah, Hugh Grant,
2: Grant is actually charming when he's around other people yeah. and then he's like super awkward. <laughs> yeah. When like by himself. Natalie. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or when Natalie's <laughs> when he's trying to like talk to her. Yeah. Uh, all that Colin seems like yeah, awkward all the time.
3: What? uh um, Which
1: woman? I was saying Natalie just clearly oh, so yeah. hideous oh. and she's like so would be color chubby? So large. <laughs> I God. say that all the time. Would be color chubby? <laughs> <laughs> I do
3: it all the time too. I know there's so much of this movie is in my like everyday lexicon. The lexicon,
1: yeah, <laughs> for sure, absolutely.
0: All right, Jess, opening take.
1: My opening take. Um. Oh yeah. I I watch this movie every year. It is a tradition for me. This and the holiday. Like, if I don't get to watch those movies in December, Christmas didn't exist that year, I guess. It's like, (laughs) no, it didn't happen. We got to keep going, guys. Um, Yeah, those are the movies I have to watch. Um, And yeah, this one is just so, so much fun. Just, I'll find something new to make fun of every year, (laughs) even though I love it. But like, (laughs) there's just like parts that crack me up for different reasons. And like, yeah, it's, it's great.
0: (laughs) Eric?
2: Uh yeah same. Uh, loved it from the beginning. It is the Pulp Fiction of romantic comedies. <laughs> I've that, never I'd heard say. it
3: put that way before, but that's all I'll think about <laughs> yes. from now on. But
2: it's you know, I, I'm not a you know generally a fan of romantic comedies, but this one for me, you know, for one was actually really funny when I watched it compared to like most stock stuff yeah. you get, um, and not everything hits emotionally, but a lot does. So I think like when you add everything up, you get at least a good amount of really good jokes and a good amount of like actual, like, Oh, this is actually like getting the as opposed to like, you know, any random romantic comedy that, mm-hmm. that comes out every year, which is kind of just like clearly just like uh, run of the mill, like geared toward a certain audience. But I feel like this one, like has a wider net to cast when like, I, you know, obviously there's people that hate it, but, um, <laughs> but for me, yeah, just like the best romantic comedy in my mind.
3: I do think it helps that it's British. Uh yeah. I think that yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of British humor, uh, British style, all that sort of thing, British accents. I think that gives it a real leg up. And I know Eric, you're also a huge fan of, Mm. Mm-hmm. English-style comedy. I referred to you both as Anglophiles in the yeah. previous episode. <laughs> yeah. It's true.
1: <laughs> I feel like the the cast is what makes this work. Like, if any yeah. of those actors are not in it, mm. that story falls apart. Like, I just... That's true. I think they're just, like, really propelling... Yeah. How... Yeah.
2: Yeah, and there's plenty of actors who, when I... Saw them in this. It was like the first time they'd been in, that I'd seen anything. And then, yeah. like when I saw them in mm-hmm. something else down the line, it's like, oh, it's that person from Mark Freeman,
4: like, yeah, <laughs> from Love he's one.
2: Yeah. Uh, Andrew Lincoln, of course, when he was on Walking Dead, oh, yeah. I was like, uh-huh. oh, it's the guy from Marvel.
3: <laughs> it's Mark. Um, he's such a. And then when guy. the
2: little when the little kid was on Game of Thrones, yeah, like, same thing. Yeah.
3: Like... <laughs> yep. Yeah. Linton, what was your take on it?
0: Uh well, I like it. Uh, I didn't watch it till i think it was grad school eric you and chris got me to watch it i think so Mm -hmm. that would have been maybe 2008 somewhere in that range i think is when i first watched it uh i haven't seen it in a long time though um i mean i've definitely seen it at least a couple times but it has not become a uh, a quote fest for me (laughs) as it is for all of you or that uh that i you know annually have to watch it uh but I do own it and I do like it and it's definitely very charming in uh in a lot of parts and uh there's a lot of aspects I like about it and things that uh yeah that I think it just like hits super well and then there's some things that I think don't hit super well uh, <laughs> so um we'll discuss those but yeah overall yeah I mean I'm I'm definitely a fan just I, I'm pr- just hearing all of you I'm probably the least fan of the four, probably. Um, which surprised me a little bit because I guess I thought, Jack, you would have more conflicted feelings about it, but it seems like oh, you're sure. like, oh, it has problems, but I don't care.
3: Who cares? <laughs> I mean, kind of. We've that's... all got problems.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I of that's kind
3: of where I land on this. Um, yeah, I know. I can see how that would be the case. Well, you don't normally give feminist. that kind of pass.
0: Hey, the, your words, not mine. I know. Uh, I'm saying
3: it. I'm owning it. Um, well, here's where I land on this, because I'm also an enormous fan of Friends. Like, mm, I adore sure. Friends, mm-hmm. the TV show. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said the TV show. We already, we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> What's, that? What's that? I, I enjoy really the concept friends. of Friends. <laughs> 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 Just making sure we're all on the same page here. Um, and, and I've rewatched it dozens of times. I've seen it a lot. Um... But that means I'm face-to-face a lot with some of the bad choices that they have made in that show um, and had to, like, really wrestle with that. And kind of the same thing with Love Actually. Although I would argue Love Actually is less problematic than Friends overall. Well, there's, way, there's less, yeah, way, way, more, way less... Hours, way Way less media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I have to Love Actually
0: about... would have had to, like, really squeeze in a lot of shit, a <laughs> lot of problems <laughs> to match <laughs> ten seasons' worth of Friends. Yeah, you're right. Um, Isn't it eleven?
3: Uh, Hugh Grant. Think I would, Hugh know Grant how would have had I to have it. been
0: like, "Oh, there are no black people in New York, right? None <laughs> at <it> all." God. <laughs> um And hey, that's a common critique of Friends.
3: Yeah, I know. Er, listen, earlier on, this is not a Friends podcast. Earlier on, they were way better about it, and then they forgot that oh, really? it existed. I, I watched yes. it
0: as a kid, but I, you know, I've never revisited it.
3: So frustrating. Um, Anyway, no, there's, when there are problematic things that you love, I I don't think you should be shamed for loving those things as long as you're, like, aware. Like, I'm not making any excuses for love, actually. I'm not saying, oh, the problematic stuff actually is not that problem. I'm like, no, it has problems. It is, yeah. Um, Although, I will say a lot of the things that people throw at it, I'm like, that's just romantic comedy stuff. Mm. Uh, Like... (laughs) not all of it there's a lot of there's several things that are like oh nope this is real bad don't do this Um, but you can love problematic things you just have to accept that they are and actually the what Eric what you said is accurate I am a problematic thing I have a lot of problematic takes I mean uh, Jack's favorite
0: movie is birth of a nation she's told us off the podcast many
3: times I refuse to (laughs) yes and that I am not yes anding that at all not true she's been
2: hotting down that mythical uh eight hour cut of of the nation that apparently (laughs) exists surely uh...
3: uh but yeah it's you can love your problematic media just know it own it be aware of it don't give it a pass for when it's bad that's all
0: all right well, uh, I think we can get to that stuff coming up. I don't think we have to dig it. Let, let's sandwich it. Let's uh, yeah. Let's talk some positive stuff, then we can get into that and then uh, close out with uh, with other positive stuff. So uh, yeah, where do we want to start? Um, we could briefly discuss storylines. I mean we could just do like a brief like here's what the basic idea of this is. Maybe give some context. Uh, Maybe that makes sense if somebody wants to take it, or if we just want to go round robin, very briefly explaining. Everyone just. Very quickly. We would just say them all. (laughs) Um, I guess, well,
2: I'll start with my favorite, which is the Bill Nye's. I knew it. Yeah, that was my guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's everybody's
3: favorite. That's
4: everyone's favorite.
2: (laughs) And that is in concept. He's a washed up musician trying to make a buck at Christmas, and he's making a awful Christmas hit that they just have a sensible rake in money. And he's just <laughs> cynically along for the ride. Doesn't give a crap about nothing. So and I love good. it. Oh, also,
3: the song me. is great. It's terrible. The cri- Christmas. And they're by Yeah, It's on so my, good. it's on my Christmas
0: like, playlist as, as it, it should grab. be. Up. Yeah.
3: It's, it's great.
2: Even the opening scene where before they even reveal what he's doing is just, they just do that so well where he, he just like, fucks up a couple times and then Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you live christmas like it's so funny (laughs) when you realize what's going on and then just the rest of it like yeah just every scene that he has he's just more and more like nope i don't give a shit all right let's 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 do (laughs) it let's do it no 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 no. just just because we
0: got nine of them so let's uh, let's come back and do some analysis afterwards yep we got bill nye as a washed up rock star what else we got uh
1: we got Martin Freeman, and I'm sorry, I don't know the actress's name. Yeah. That's probably my second favorite, <laughs> John and Judy. That's John and John Judy. John and Judy. Um, they are porn stand-ins. They actually, um, they aren't. So they are... No, they're
0: not stand-ins. They're stand-ins, but it, it's just a sex it's scene not porn. in a movie. Oh, it's
1: just yeah. a sex scene. Oh, yeah. I thought it was porn I never thought okay. No, yeah, no he
3: like
0: mentions, yeah, Brad Pitt or something. Yeah,
2: I
3: think they're just oh, working like funny.
1: stand-ins. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like just it's just like okay.
0: that day yeah. they're filming a sex scene. It like so, there's it. so, it's over, it's over so I guess it doesn't
1: make sense for porn to okay. have stand-ins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: always thought that was odd. <laughs> no,
1: no, <laughs> um, but yeah, or so involved crews
2: or proper lighting or anything like that.
1: Uh, yeah, they are stand-ins. Uh, and Joanna, and, um, Joanna
0: Page, I think. If it's Judy, Joanna Page, Judy. Yeah.
1: Okay. Joanna Page, Martin Freeman. Um, and they are very sweet and very just like they're both rather shy, given what their career is. Um, and they're just being like, instructed to like, oh yeah, fondle her nipples and like just you know all this <laughs> so they can like, get oh, the lighting. Start- Sorry for the cold hands. I, I was like, why does he have to move? Why does he have to move his <laughs> hands? What, is the, what are you talking about? That's not real. Um, but yeah, so they're just like on this set, uh, you know, for several days and just having like conversations in the downtime where it's like awkward. You know, they're doing various poses, movements <laughs> and naked and uh, but they're genuinely like getting to know each other and having a great conversation. And it's very sweet.
3: Jack. Great i'll take david and natalie uh (laughs) that is uh hugh grant as david and natalie is his an assistant david's the new Prime minister of britain uh and he meets his staff and immediately has a little crush on natalie and is like just struggling with it and his storyline is essentially what do i do about this um and it's really it's very fun
0: all right, so my favorite storyline, I don't know all the characters' names, uh, but the primary one would be Sam, and mm-hmm. uh, his stepfather is Daniel, played by Liam Neeson. And I can't remember, what's the girl's name that he's going after? Joanna. Joanna? Joanna. Okay, so it's uh, a little boy. Um, did they establish his age? Yeah. Um, do they say don't. it's
1: like 11 or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think Reality, I read he was 12. 13
0: when he did it but he definitely is meant so to look. Small. Yeah he's, he's a tiny <laughs> yeah. little elf boy um, and he's, he's definitely so meant small. to look younger I think. Uh, but yeah so uh, he has a crush on a girl from his school and uh, Liam Neeson plays his stepfather. Uh, his mother and Liam Neeson's wife has recently died uh, so Liam Neeson is still his father. So and like it's a, I I well let me put this out real quick as a question: Do they establish that he's the stepfather prior to the end when Claudia yes. Fisher shows up? I yeah. think so. Okay, I think yeah. when from, he's from talking from to Emma Thompson at the beginning, because yeah. he's, yeah. he's just like, "What do I do? This, this is my stepson." Okay, I don't okay, I must have missed have it. I mean, I'm taking notes and stuff. Uh,
2: but you I
3: should watch it eight hundred times like yes, the rest of yes, us, yes, and yes. then because <laughs> well, I be I, d- I
0: actually thought it would have because I didn't catch it this time around until he said it near the end and i thought that would have been a good actual reveal because they show like a really touching father-son relationship between them and i think that would have been interesting to show oh it's actually his stepson and not that that means like he shouldn't care about him but it just shows like how much he's trying with this kid and everything yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So their relationship is really strong in the movie. Liam Neeson is probably the sweetest he's ever been in a movie. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And, That's what uh, I was and uh, this last time. Yeah. Killing people. He just does action movies. Now. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and then the little boy uh, going after the girl, and we can uh, talk about some of that. Uh, you know how it wraps up in the end. Uh, some of my favorite parts of the movie. But yeah. So we've got that one. So we're at four storylines. Uh,
3: we took the four most popular right, ones. Now next. Let's
1: go, yes. like... let's go deep. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Oh, uh,
3: well,
0: we got the, uh, the, the the
2: simplest one, which is Colin Frissell, who just wants to get laid, and his plan <laughs> is so to go bad. to America and ride his British accent, which American women pretty, you well, know, he's apparently love. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and that's his plan, and he goes and he pulls it off, and that's. that's a spoiler, <laughs> so he pulls it off.
1: <laughs> it seems like a dream sequence, actually. Yeah. 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 I
2: would have thought he died on the plane, but
0: he comes back at the
1: end,
0: so. <laughs> So, very briefly on that, uh, because we might lose this thread, Uh, so I was watching this with my girlfriend, and she mentioned, like, uh, just kind of, like, the accent thing, and, uh, you know, just, like, kind of, you know, women swooning over it, or, like, or that she would be the same way, or whatever, Um, but she said, like, how she and her sister were uh, out for St. Patrick's Day some years ago, mm-hmm. and they met a couple of Irish boys. And I was like, I was like, oh, oh. they weren't Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and I started to just do a mock Irish accent, not anything amazing, but I was just like, come on, you just happen to run into some Irish guys on St. Patrick's Day, like it's possible. I, I have two, but What? <laughs> it's possible. But I'm just saying that's an angle somebody could work. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one more thing about Colin, Priscilla. that's the, that's the actor's name? No, that's no, the character's name. name. Character's name. Oh, but the actor, uh, he was in the running for, to play the next Doctor Who at some point. Oh. Oh. I remember been being really excited about that, because I was like, that guy, that'd be he's interesting. Fun. Okay. He's <laughs> very fun. Yeah.
3: Like, his character sucks, but
1: <laughs> the actor <laughs> is fun. Yeah. Like it's, I don't, yeah. I don't,
0: was yeah. David, yeah. David Tennant and who was the other skinny weirdo they had?
1: get Matt Smith. I would guess it would be
0: (laughs) I guess it would be one of those two not just because of the era but because they were going for like quirky with both of them so I I would think. I
1: think it was after Matt Smith uh, which they went with uh, Peter Capaldi. Very different but I think they were like oh obviously there's going to be another like lanky British guy like let's yeah Yeah. so um yeah Uh, another storyline is uh. Alan Rickman, and... Oh, um oof, Oh, oof. sorry, what's her name? Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Me. Emma Thompson. Um Harry, oh. Karen, and Mia. Harry, Karen, and goddamn Mia. Mia. Goddamn like, Mia. The only, like, Fuckin 100% Mia. evil person <laughs> yeah, in this movie. Yes, like, yes. she's just pure villain. There's no redeeming qualities Superville. about Mia. Super villain, yeah. Yeah, she's... Yeah, she's weird. She's, she's a weirdo. She just, like, yeah. walks around your apartment... In undies and just like.
2: And you know, not that attractive, <laughs> I have seen. No, but
1: just I weird.
2: Like it's not even.
1: Come on. But yeah, so, okay. um, Harry and so We got real mad about it. Sorry, everybody. Karen. Sorry. This one boils my blood. Yep. Uh, Harry and Karen are a married couple. They have kids who are like older, so they've been together for a long, long time. The kids um, aren't old. Their kids are in like, like
3: elementary, like, middle school. They're
1: like, like 10. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like. So they've been together a long time. Um, It's just, yeah, it's just kind of like a comfortable marriage and, you know, typical, just like, you know, they're just, there's not necessarily like a spark that you see. But, so then he has this secretary who is just like young and pretty and is just like blatantly hitting on him all the time. It's so inappropriate. Like, You're lucky he's, like, into this, because you'd be fired so fast like... (laughs) Right. I don't know. I was just like, ooh. Like, the things she says are so creepy. Now, this movie Um, was
0: made in 2003, so it was a different time, (laughs) you understand. (laughs) Sure was.
1: Different (laughs) times. Different times. Um, So, yeah. So, uh, basically, he... She is, like, kind of pressuring him to, like, buy her pretty things, and we never see that they're hooking up but i assume it's happening
3: alan Um, says they definitely did he's like oh my character definitely did that yeah i read i read that
0: uh curtis's wife who worked on the script and stuff with him said like yeah that that he did
1: yeah didn't need to see it glad we didn't glad Glad we didn't (laughs) glad we didn't uh but yeah so i mean she got a necklace so (laughs) something happened Oh yeah, because she is wearing um, yeah, she's so... wearing that
0: necklace near the end. So yes. yeah, in her
3: bedroom, yeah. in her underwear, in yes, her bedroom by correct.
1: herself, like a little weirdo. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> she was like prancing around her bedroom all the time. We hate her. Um, yeah, we hate her. Uh, but yeah, so basically, he cheats on his wife. She finds out because. Uh, she thought she was getting a necklace, and really, he gave her a CD she probably already owns. has probably played for him in his presence. Uh, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, and their kids, an octopus and a lobster, in the Christmas play. So they're pretty great. Yeah,
3: <laughs> great. Uh, I will take um, Jamie and Aurelia. Um, I'll take part of the reason I'm taking this one is because I'm just grabbing up the two that are like um, relationships or interest between employer and employee, which is Mm -hmm. where I think is the most problematic, uh, arguably. Um, So Jamie is Colin Firth, which we love Colin Firth, big fan. Um, And he, in the very beginning, finds out his girlfriend is cheating on him with his brother. (laughs) So he's like, deuces and goes out <laughs> to the country to write a novel uh and his cleaning woman is uh, young and lovely and speaks they port i think she speaks portuguese he speaks english and like very little any other language and so they're just trying to struggling to communicate but since we have subtitles we find out oh they're always basically on the same page um so that's that's that story and i understand that it's problematic but there are many cute moments. That that's I like Aurelia. Basically. I love it. It's <laughs> a
1: it's one of the only storylines that isn't like love at first sight. Like they really build something, even yeah. though they can't understand each other. Yeah, they build yeah. a rapport and it's nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, what is his
3: character's name again?
1: That's Jamie. Jamie.
0: Jamie. Um,
3: I've been keeping track. I know who's left. By the way.
0: So uh, on that thing about uh, Jamie, then I was just I was looking for this. So I read in like IMDb trivia that apparently Mia was originally going to be the girl that cheated on Jamie um, before they cast another actress as the unnamed girlfriend. So they were going to. But they're like,
2: you're so creepy. We need
0: to get you more screen time. (laughs)
2: You're (laughs) you're
0: too good at this.
2: She's
1: terrible. (laughs) (laughs) No um, redeeming
0: qualities. <laughs> All right, and then uh, we also have a storyline with uh, Kira Knightley getting married um, to the gentleman we cannot pronounce his name, um, Eric. <laughs> Spell Gretto it out. For us. Entry of sure. So she's getting married uh, to him and uh his best friend and best man right i think or Mm -hmm. just best friend yes um so uh rick from the walking dead uh he uh he is there at the wedding we see the wedding um there's some things to talk about from the wedding um and then eventually uh we find out that uh what's rick's real name what's the character name mark mark We later find out that Mark is a very well-adjusted man and everything works out for everyone. So we're gonna have lots to talk about in that storyline. So we'll just let Worst that tease everyone out. handles everything
2: splendidly yes. in that storyline.
0: And it, <laughs> and it was and a merry was Christmas wonderful. after all. Uh, all right, so we'll come back to that one. Uh, and then uh-huh. what's our ninth one? What's uh, I'm blanking on? Sarah, where?
1: motherfucking uh, Linny, yeah, oh, Sarah,
0: the saddest one.
1: So, Sarah uh, and Carl sure. and uh, her brother. Um, so Sarah has been in love with Carl for basically the entire time she's worked at this design firm under Ellen Rickman. Everyone knows in the office, Carl knows. And so finally, um, they get together, but she is also like the guardian of her brother who is in a, uh, facility. Um, and Michael, Michael darling um but yes so she is constantly getting these calls she has her ringer set to the loudest volume the most obnoxious ringtone and is constantly getting these calls and she just answers everyone immediately because you know he needs her she's all he has um and so the night that sarah and carl are finally going to hook up it basically doesn't work out because she keeps getting these calls and brother takes priority so sad yeah
0: yeah and on that note there is a, uh... there
1: is a <laughs> meme that was like if this man so let it be known carl is stupid hot Smoking, um, yes smoke show uh there's a meme that came out this year that was like if this man uh, was in my bed and my brother called i would simply ignore it <laughs> 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 Come
2: on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of true. I would think that's true for almost anyone, though.
1: <laughs> but, like, he has caretakers yeah. who can, like... Ag- ag-
2: yeah, you know, like, he calls like, a lot, like, though, you know? It's not emergency. He, he calls
1: so <laughs>
3: much. <It's>... She <laughs> yeah. has very bad boundaries. Yeah. She needs therapy. She, she, yeah, like, you need
1: to yeah. set boundaries. Yeah. She needs yes. to be
0: like, nope, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow, bud. <laughs> yep. Give and... me 45 minutes.
3: <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> that's all I need. At least. <laughs> <laughs> and... Like, what facility like this? Because it's clear he is mentally unstable yes. and has, like, a, I don't want to say handlers, but definitely there's people nearby to, like, grab him when he becomes violent. Like, yeah. he's not well. What what place just is like, yes, here, have unfettered have phone, phone. access. Well, like, just what I, is that?
0: So, I was wondering the same thing, like, when I, I was like, yeah, they, they let him call that much, but I... I, I mean, I've known people that have been in such places, and I mean, they do get access to phones, um, and they might have, like, periods where they have, like, uh, like cell phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. They might have periods, so it might be like, okay, here's two hours worth, right. so that might have been his two-hour window, because... But
3: she, we see her, her getting it calls It seems like all, all day, day, every uh, day. All day, okay. every day. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Also, I'm like... If I was your coworker, I'd be like, can you turn your phone on silent? I'm sorry. Like, phones right. vibrate. Can you just do that <laughs> Real it quick. Exactly. It's really loud.
3: It's really loud. <laughs> I understand that you have no boundaries with your brother and have a lot of guilt, but please. If I
1: hear that ringtone one more time. <laughs> I'm going to set it on fire. Do
0: they establish, like, uh, were their parents from there, or didn't establish no well the thing that got me wondering because i was reading in the trivia that uh i guess uh curtis was trying to find a british woman a british actress for this role and he kept telling the casting director of like ah like they they couldn't find someone that he liked and he was like "Ah, i want someone like laura linney and like after doing that several times, she the casting director was like, "Then just get Laura Linney." <laughs> and so he did. He they did. she auditioned, yes. and he did. Yeah, she's great, but there's not really an explanation, and it just makes me wonder. Not that this movie's like you know like super realistic or that it has to be, but it does make me wonder since she's living there and working there. I mean, she could just be on a visa, but I don't totally get the brother thing because I don't think it's like usually something where you're entering a foreign country and like, hey, I'm going to be here on this work visa and my mentally ill brother can right. come, too, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Better healthcare system. <laughs> I know, but they, they legitimately wouldn't let someone in. Like, I mean, it's. An- yeah. yeah. Right.
2: I don't know. Maybe there are circumstances if she's like the guardian. And well, maybe. maybe maybe you yeah. could make that case and say, I, you know, I need to move for this job and he has to
0: come with yeah. me. And that's
2: you know, right. I don't know.
0: All right, so uh, for any of these nine stories, uh, what aspects would we like to address? Obviously, there's tons we can cover. We don't need to cover it all, but uh, just highlights that we would like to share. I'll just go with one th- one thing that I noticed when
2: I was rewatching this for like the fifteenth time. <laughs> just a stupid, silly thing at the beginning was uh, during the wedding when he has the little surprise band pop up and play. Uh-huh. Um. And this time I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. They didn't see any of those instruments oh, in the way. I did this all teams. the time. There it's were not like every four trombones at it's, it's, <laughs> it's not even the
0: instruments, Eric. Because my first note uh, out of the gate was, <laughs> did they you? not wonder who these strangers were at their very <laughs> small wedding? Because yeah. either these are it's total big, they have yeah. total strangers, yeah. or they know lots of musicians, which they could I think it's
3: supposed to be that.
0: Maybe It's
1: supposed to be that.
0: Maybe but still, they
3: all play perfectly.
1: They do. They, say some they do, they yeah. do they say, say some names, names when the okay. electric guitar yeah. pops up. He's like, "Oh, that's Tony," or whatever. Do we I know what? Yeah.
0: What does she and what does uh, her husband do? Do we know that? I no don't I don't know. know. So, who
1: cares? I no think. Idea. Well, I'm Andrew
0: saying Lincoln, if it it could be established that they are musician, you know, and, musicians or okay. connected in some way.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we get a job for Kira Knightley, but Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, I don't. He's I don't like know. I don't. He's like it's like art Julia.
0: gallery design type stuff. Or something.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, he has yeah. the art gallery, you know but that. Chivaldo, I smart, don't know. Right. Yeah, I
3: don't know what Lee the other
0: does. two. Yeah, the other two do.
3: The connections yeah. are Oh, his fabulous. art gallery's bad. Oh,
0: <laughs> also, also Mia, I read, Mia was supposed to be his friend. That was yes. going to be a connection, and that's oh. why the office party is at his gallery. At uh, the gallery. So the two yeah, most problematic, problematic says, characters. I think mean, she does yeah. say, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess they had a scene mm-hmm. together at some point, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Because yeah. gotcha. he's like, okay. oh, is your, boy-
2: is your boyfriend care if- when about their dance? And she's like, oh, that's not my boyfriend. Not my that's boyfriend. Just,
3: you know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. These the relationships between <laughs> people are tenuous at best. I mean, it's like sometimes really forced, sometimes yeah. not. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, Karen, who is Emma Thompson, and Daniel, who is a special talent at murdering people. Guy. What is his name? Liam
1: Neeson. Liam Neeson. Thank you. Oh. Why did I
3: forget Liam Neeson's name? <laughs> uh, so they're talking on the phone at one point, and it's like. Not really explained what their yeah. friendship is whatsoever, but it's just like they just know each other. Um, and everybody hates on a line from one of those phone conversations because they talk a couple of times.
0: There is a, uh, on Wikipedia, somebody made a graph of all the oh, yeah, connections <laughs> such to yeah. like establish mm-hmm. okay. who's related to who or who's friends Some with who are... or whatever.
3: Yeah. It's just they worked really hard to connect yeah. this movie. And sometimes it's really <laughs> obvious. Sometimes it works super well. And other times I'm like, you could have tried less. It's
1: fun that Mia lives next to Natalie's. I like that. let see that was, that great. was cool. That was it was one. like great. Yeah,
3: because yeah, at one point <laughs> Hugh Grant is looking for Natalie. Uh, sorry, David, the prime minister is looking for Natalie and finds me, and she, he's like, "Does Natalie live here?" She goes, "No, she lives next door." It's like a great <laughs> moment. It's like, oh, see, that's clever. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I want. I have four questions for us. <laughs> we don't have to we have to don't have to do Wait, this Wait, do it.
1: <laughs> what, what was the line that Oh, the line of uh, the, the phone calls. right.
3: Uh so this is one of the things people hate on. So uh Emma Thompson's character Karen uh is talking comforting Daniel after his uh wife has died of a long-term illness. It wasn't a shock, but it's still painful, you know. And uh he starts crying at one point and she says something along the lines of uh Stop crying. No one will want to sleep with you. No one likes sissies. Yeah, no one one's one going to shag you. you if you yeah, cry That's cry. it. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. No one will shag like, you if you cry Jesus. all the time. And it's
2: yeah, like... it's pretty harsh. It's pretty harsh. Well, but she says it herself. She's a cold English woman.
3: <laughs> she does. <it>. No, no. <laughs> she says that in the Not movie. until Joni Mitchell And came she along. cries <laughs> later
0: herself.
3: And, right, I know. And people make fun of that. But the thing is, I... I mean, it is harsh, and I wish they'd played it a little differently, but she's clearly trying to make him laugh. Like, she's clearly, well, she's yeah. not serious. Well, they
2: clearly have that kind of friendship. They exactly.
1: you know, do. It's like, like, they give but each other
3: shit. I want yeah. to call that out, because people hate on that line a lot. I'm like, she's joking.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. That's all. Okay. I, I think within that yeah, context, that it's believable that, like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: friends could joke with each other that yeah, way. and it's like not yeah. The you dark
1: know, humor. Like, you need yeah, to Eric, get over
0: your dead wife.
3: We buried Twitter her crying.
1: yesterday. Get over it. Jesus. Um, Heard so enough of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get fucked or not? Come
3: on. <laughs> oh, wait. Before my four questions, I do have a little moment. Since we're talking about like little moments that we notice as we uh, rewatch the movie several times ago. I don't remember when. I, I really latched onto this moment in Mark's storyline. It's after Juliet. Kira Knightley comes over and finds out which we haven't said yet Mm -hmm. but Mark is deeply in love with Juliet Mm -hmm. and has been very mean and cold to her because he's trying to keep her you don't like me you don't even
1: like me they have a
3: whole thing and he panic leaves the room and it's I mean I know again there are problems with the storyline it's all so well acted and it's well done and whatever anyway so he very dramatically leaves and is like storming away And he has this jacket on, this, like, sweater, and at one point he rage zips it, and I can't get over it. I've never gotten over it since I first noticed it. It's my favorite part of the whole movie. He zips it. It's a turtleneck. And he... As fast as humanly possible zips it all the way up and then brings it back down so that it lands correctly as a turn of like what and it's so funny every time. Why is there not a gif of that floating around every Christmas? It's so funny. I called it in my notes Mark's Big Zip.
1: Amazing.
3: I just really needed yeah. to talk about Mark's Big Zip. Thanks, mm-hmm. guys.
1: Mark's big zip. So intense. It's I'll have to rewatch that tense. scene to see what you're doing. So good. Go
2: back. And <laughs> watch I think it. I, I, I kind of can picture it, but you will have to have to <laughs> have to scrutinize it like you did to see if it's.
3: The music is all. I mean, it's because <laughs> it's such Isn't a dramatic like moment. Yes, oh, music! Yeah, is yeah you know what? Playing.
2: And here's here's a new thing on this watch. That song because that is the theme to the show Roswell, <laughs> ah, yes. which I had seen recently because uh, it was one Shannon wanted to rewatch. And you know, and it's one of the worst shows ever. But <laughs> <laughs> when that scene came on,
0: I was like, "Oh my god, that's the theme from Roswell!" Wow. Uh, great. I actually wanted to push back a little on the Alan Rickman gift uh, that it was probably something she already owned. Because that CD is Joni Mitchell, I don't know the name of it, but it came out I think around 2000 or early 2000s. And we hear the rendition of uh, Both Sides Now. It's Joni Mitchell, much older, singing both sides now, which is arguably the better version. A uh, professor played it for us in the History of Rock class at OU. Um, Geek. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, that actually, I would say, probably was a thoughtful gift because um, well, it was a more recent... I took out, that class and he never
2: played it. The CD that came out
1: three years before the movie came out, so... Yeah. Sure. I did look that up. Okay. Me too, yeah. So, I'm like... And she seems like a big fan. I thought so she talked about it, buy it on yeah. release. Maybe
0: I thought she talked more and like that she used to listen to her a lot when she was younger. But
1: maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe. But well, regardless,
0: always... he does some other bad stuff.
3: So you know, there's that. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's
1: not the worst thing. But it's like, <laughs> kind of like oh, let we take this real
3: piece of shit and just put one single little sparkle on him, <laughs>
1: just a little tiny <laughs>
2: crown, one sprig of holly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yes, extremely yes. perfect.
3: Well done. Well, on
1: that note, do we talk about how Mr. Bean is like the angel in this yes. movie? Well, yes. He was originally so cool. supposed
0: to be an angel. Literally, he was supposed oh. to dip- literally an angel. He was supposed to like disappear after I think his scene at the end with where he like helps so the glad kid because that would have been weird. Um, So yeah. uh, they were originally going to have him yet yeah, be supernatural or something.
4: Huh.
1: Yeah, he pops <laughs> up in two storylines and. And he's perfect in both to of them. Guide the characters to what they need to do, um, and it's great. Uh, so yeah, the Alan Rickman storyline. He plays uh, the man behind the jewelry counter, who is just oh the the quickest of paces. So. And <laughs> Alan is buying Flashiest this. He's flashes. <laughs> he's buying this necklace for this girl who works for him, um, and he wants to be fast because Emma Thompson wasn't going to be gone long. Um, and so he was just like, so fast, so gift wrap it. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, that was your first mistake, bud. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's like getting ridiculous with it. It's a small box. He's putting it in like this giant plastic with potpourri and like all this stuff in it. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Alan Rickman plays it, it so well. He's just like actively shitting himself. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so we talked about how Bean is the, or Rufus is the uh, guy at the jewelry calendar with Alan Rickman kind of trying to sabotage his whole ploy, push him in the other direction, don't do this. Um, And at the end, he shows back up um, at the airport because uh, Game of Thrones boy, God, I I don't know anyone's name. Sam. Sam is going to chase Joanna because she's going to America for a month or something, right? Yeah. We don't
3: know how long when it's happening, but apparently. Yeah, I thought it's a I thought
1: month. it was a month. It yeah, ended up being a month, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, he wants to say goodbye to her and um can't get through security and so uh Rufus distracts the guard the security guard and Sam is able to run through and meet her at the gate. Yeah. Uh so that's very sweet and it kind is. of like helping him out in a way too. So, And he and then almost, we also he all but winks. He He's like yeah,
3: well aware that he was <laughs> helping in that moment, which I thought was yeah. really fun.
1: I thought it was really funny. Um, but then we also brought up that um, Mia is wearing literal devil horns at the Christmas oh, yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. um, so there is an angel and a devil mm. in this movie.
3: Interesting.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Yeah, and very I'm like, fun. I don't, think you dress up in Halloween costumes at a Christmas party? I don't think anyone does that. Mia does. She, Mia does. Look, you just She's don't
0: there, understand though. English culture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, is that a
3: thing? No one else is dressed fancy up. Fancy dress. She misunderstood fancy dress. She, having lived in England her whole life, misunderstood <laughs> the term fancy dress. Um, I also want to real quick mention uh, something that actually new that stood out to me uh, on this watch was I never realized before how many people bring up that the prime minister is single. It's absurd. <laughs> it's, I think, four different people in different, uh, not timelines, but whatever, four different plot lines that are like, why is that young PM single? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm British. This is how it I It seems
0: legit to me, though, because I think, like, uh, American politicians, any that are single, it's a regular point of conversation. I can't it,
3: think of a single yeah, single. It's- politician right well now. there's
0: some no there's some and not, then there's some yeah. where it's like they were like longtime bachelors or or single for a long time i can't remember the guys the guy who was supposedly dating um the actress uh ahsoka um rosario rosario, rosario, rosario dawson. dawson there's speculation that that might not be legit like people think he uh, might be gay he might not be, but like it was, he, there had been like he hadn't been with anyone for a long time. He had been single, so there, like there, that's a legit thing of like, and especially that's, I think twenty I think, movie th- from twenty years ago would have been like, well, why is he single? Why isn't he with anyone? And there probably would be speculation that that character's yes. gay, and you know,
1: fun fun story. Um, so I think it's Buchanan.
0: Yeah, is considered
1: yeah. to be like our first uh, gay president. LGBTQ president. That's, that's <laughs> the belief. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, because so they had to come up with the term first lady because it was his niece who came with him to the White House. And so they couldn't Uh, call her Mrs. Buchanan because that's icky. That implies they're married. It's her niece. Uh, So they came up with the term first lady.
0: Yeah, Buchanan Uh, Buchanan was never married. And there are like letters that seem to indicate a real close friendship with a dude. Uh, So they don't know, but they think that it's highly likely that he might have been so yeah uh all right anyway uh other things about love actually since we touched upon uh the storyline with the little kid uh uh there's a lot of great stuff from that i love the exchange when he's talking to liam neeson and liam neeson says aren't you too young to be in love and he says no and he goes oh okay um and liam neeson's (laughs) like just game like all right well i guess we're doing this all right sure
3: well the line the line (laughs) is even uh Oh no, it's a different line. I was thinking of a different time where he talks about the absolute agony of being in love. Yeah. Yes. We're
1: Same the scene. The yeah. agony of being in
3: love. So cute. And
1: they watch Titanic together. Come on, so guys. So cute. It's so cute. So there's
0: that and then And yeah, the acted out. And then the <laughs> ending uh I mean there's other cute bits and stuff with him and the girl like at this um performance where he's like playing on stage playing drums and she seems to be singing to him at one point and a lot of cute bits but it has uh love actually works with a lot of tropes romantic comedy tropes um and one of the tropes it does is the you know running to the train station running to the airport scene which um you know is a classic thing from older films that really isn't possible anymore at least in airports (laughs) especially uh post 9-11 um, and uh, the movie is very aware of that and so they incorporate that as part of it of like no you can't fucking go in um, so they like Liam Neeson's trying to get the kid to be able to go through security to see the girl and they won't let him and so then we get him running through the airport with this swelling amazing music I love the score of this mm-hmm. movie um, but so that right part in, in yeah. particular it's on my Christmas playlist That that piece oh, nice. of music <laughs> But no, I love that moment. Um, you know, just young love and he's chasing her down and it's like as sweet and adorable as possible and he's able to yeah. get to her and she does like him and it has been there all along and um yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like I think the first time I was watching it, I'm like, Go, kid, go. And like security <laughs> yeah,
2: right. is chasing them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's
3: great. Um I was talking to some friends uh last night about this movie. Shout out to Liz and Tammy who listened to the show the two people who listen to hey, the show. Hey, we have other people. <laughs> oh, sorry. We have, Clinton's mom. We have a lot
0: of <laughs> Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared fans out there. Oh, nice. The, nice. Those, those two episodes How get downloaded more than, like, anything else. Um, nice. Wow. Yeah, so. And we, we have but, uh, some um, regular British listeners, it seems, so they might be, uh, we might wow. get some good oh, ones for love, uh... actually. I'm sure we're offending all of you right now with many of our yes. statements. <laughs> <laughs> huh. We're very kind to the Brits on this show. We're very uh, <laughs>
3: Um, Oh, and no shout out to my friend Chrissy, who does not listen, but was part of this. How dare she? I know she's (laughs) the worst. Um, So we're talking about because they don't love this movie. Um, They don't like despise it, but they're like, yeah, it's not our thing. So we're trying to figure out what actually made it popular because there were several. It's love, actually, that made it popular, I think. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't believe that was. I'm so mad at you. (laughs) I stand by it. You should. Well, they tried with a couple of other movies. This was a big enough hit that they tried to recreate it later. They did what? Valentine's Day? I think they stole it
0: later is more of what. Yeah, they stole it.
3: Oh, I thought it was the same people. No, it's it's not. I was I was
0: I was going to comment on this later, but we can just do it now. There are three Love Actually clones out there. I've not watched yeah. any of them. They are Valentine's Day, <laughs> New <laughs> Year's Day. Eve, and Mother's Day. Day. They were uh, all okay. directed by Gary Marshall, who yeah, who, Marshall. Did, uh, yeah. who did who uh, did Runaway Bride and Pretty Woman, uh-huh. and so he was yeah. like did m- plenty of romantic comedies himself. But it is. I mean, he didn't, like, reach out to Richard Curtis and be like, hey, you want to produce these movies? Uh, you want to write these yeah. movies? Like, they just flat out stole the format and did them. Okay. But my, I, I don't want to derail you, but I did have a question. Has anyone seen any of those, and are any of them anything worth a damn at all?
2: Uh, I feel like I might have watched no. one and I uh, can't remember any, like, I, think I watched they're,
3: Valentine's they're... Day and I saw Valentine's Day and New Year's probably very forgettable.
1: And they're not Oof. good. Yeah, and and
3: good.
0: just to be clear, when I say ripping them off, like obviously there's tons of romantic comedies in the world, but like the setup is it's a bunch of characters with
1: intertwined in, 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 some, in, way. in yeah. some way. We're
0: going to get tons of stars in this movie and it's going to be set at a major holiday. And it's like,
1: That's that right. is yeah.
0: what this movie is. So yeah.
1: But done worse. That's what <laughs> yes.
3: <those three> movie. <laughs> that Sorry. would be my
0: yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: we were, we were saying, okay, we think it's, a the fact that it's british which we brought up earlier you've got all the... so it automatically like elevates it. Um but B I brought up the score cuz I think the score is really oh, the score good. Is I think beautiful. the music's great. Yeah. I mean it's it's repetitive. You it's got like kind of two themes that it really riffs on but I love them and it's used very very well. Um and I think Liz also pointed out that this is really well shot. Mm-hmm. This is like uh it's not uh, every frame a painting type of very well shot but it's definitely there's a lot of care taken in it's interesting to look at um, they do well with color they do well with neat settings which I appreciate it's not total garbage why are you laughing, I'm, laughing. I was
0: going <laughs> to tell you why I was laughing uh, but when you said every frame a painting I then just imagine <laughs> Stanley Kubrick's love actually <laughs> <laughs> love oh, actually doesn't exist
3: <laughs> I would watch which, the hell which, which—that's kind, which, kind of what
0: Eyes Wide Shut is, basically. To be honest, I get yeah, so. yeah. It kind of
3: is yeah. Uh, You're not wrong. It's
0: Called fuck,
3: actually.
0: <laughs> the title of. <laughs> we are going to do Eyes Wide Shut on this show for our Christmas episode at some point. But oh way. no, it's a Christmas I've never movie. Seen
4: it so. oh, it is. Right?
0: It's a really good film. Yeah. It's not it is, like man. it's not super salacious. It has like a couple like the famous orgy bit, but most of that sure. is like, you know, minimal stuff. Okay. I've never
1: seen it. I just remember looking at the Blockbuster case as a kid and then being like, Oh man, that movie. Mm-hmm. That seems racy and like, right, <laughs> I've yeah. never had a desire to watch yeah. it, but <laughs> there's
0: nudity and sex in it, but it's I wouldn't even say it's like an erotic film. Like it's not it's like those are part of the plot, but it's not trying I mean, you to could say the same about you. this
3: movie, honestly. Yeah there's there's <laughs> more there's Plenty, more
0: nudity there's so and sex woops. in it than this movie i would say
3: right okay great um, um but those were those are the main things that we could think of there are other reasons but it uh, what you've just told me that those other movies were essentially rip-offs they were dollar store versions uh that actually mm-hmm. answers that question of why none of them were as popular as this one
2: What were the four questions you had? Yeah. You mentioned earlier. Oh,
3: yeah. So my four questions. Uh, So we have the nine storylines. And this is all about... uh, Jack's questions three. Nine storylines.
1: Four questions. (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's it's math. No. uh, So I want to know which one is the objective best, which one is the objective worst, which is the most problematic, and which one is, like, terrible but you love it anyway. Those are the four questions I wrote down.
1: Oh, God. Which one's the objective Yeah, let's best? go one at a time or it's going to be, okay. be hard to... So yeah. Bill Nye and... Bill Nye. Yes. Agreed. Anyone disagree?
2: For me, mean, that's the objective I, best. magical each, yeah. each It's scene, the funniest. There's no weak scene. Yeah,
0: it's the funniest, most consistent. Um, it's, also it's not dis- the most it's, like, it's it's ambitious it's, so or sweet, far-reaching, it's, but, yeah. It's distinct, too, because one thing this movie does well, which we haven't addressed, is it does show love in a lot of different formats. Um, A lot of, you know, we have initial meetings with people. We have people who've been couples for long periods of time. We have young love with the child. Um, We have like uh, heartbreak and we have cheating, which I think that storyline should be in the movie for what they're trying to accomplish. So like Mm -hmm. it's, it's doing a lot of different things. I think that's a smart move instead of and I don't know how the those ripoff movies handle it if they do similar things or if it's just like everybody's in love and it's wonderful. But like this <laughs> movie, that's kind of the,
4: cause yeah. this movie
0: does show <laughs> different aspects of mm-hmm. being in love. And so the Bill Nye story is not really like a love story and you could be sitting there if you were analyzing it being like, all right, this is funny, but why is it here? But then ultimately mm-hmm. it does become a love story. It's like platonic it's love. love. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's friendship. And so, Uh, so I think it, it does serve like a valuable place in it to show something different.
3: Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, we haven't talked a ton about that storyline, but one of you, I don't remember who said it was the funniest. Me! Completely true. (laughs) So funny. Yeah, I I said, I'd say so too.
1: (laughs) I love when he's, uh, on the TRL type show and he's just like, he's like, kids don't do, don't buy drugs become a pop star and they give them to you for free. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, okay, let's go to commercial. He's just, oh, oh, God, God. <laughs> Like, so he just, just doesn't give a fuck. And he's just like, whatever, this, is, so this is hilarious that my song's so popular. This It's garbage. Yeah,
3: I love it.
2: And you okay. get a sense that, like, that kind of ploy might work if an artist was doing that and was openly, like, disdainful of the song or just like, yep, this is a money grab. It sucks, I know, but whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like, he's capturing this younger audience. Cause, yeah. Like,
2: because if you He's actually so, are funny in the interviews, yeah. people would yeah. be like, oh, that is yeah. that that's is really actually funny. entertaining.
0: Yeah.
3: He's being real. He's being honest and exactly. straightforward. And, that's, and that really struck a chord with everybody. Plus, it's Bill He Yes. Great. So on that, <laughs> uh,
0: so Curtis apparently had a couple actors in mind for Billy Mack. Uh, it okay. didn't say who he had in mind. But then he told the casting director... To find someone who'd do the part well, but he would never think to cast. And Mm -hmm. she suggested him, and it was was amazing. And then he later cast him in About Time time. uh, as the father Mm -hmm. uh, character. And then the other bit I read that I thought was really interesting was, I guess he considered casting like an actual rock star in that role. Like there was a list of some like Mick Jagger and David Bowie and a few other people who were possibilities to play that. But then someone in the production convinced him like, well, if we bring in a rock star, they're probably going to want to change the part, change the character, have a bunch of demands. And so if we Mm -hmm. cast an actor, then we can just do whatever we want, which I think is really smart because they make Billy Mack into a joke He's a buffoon. He's funny. So we like him, but he's a buffoon. He's washed up. He's doing a shitty song and he knows it. He's Mm -hmm. doing a cash grab. So it's hard. and, And he's totally alone. He has no one like he doesn't have a family or anything that we're aware of. So it's hard to see like Mick Jagger or someone, even someone with a good sense of humor. Doing that role and being like, yeah, I'll do like, yeah. I would love to see David Bowie playing this, yeah. but like, right. But It'd the greatest. Yeah. If they, good though.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: But, like there's that aspect. The music good, and so. like David Bowie had like a long time marriage and he loved his wife. And so I don't know if he would want to present himself even in a fictionalized way as like, I have no one <laughs> in my life. So, so I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think. No, I'm so glad it was Bill Nye. I think he's perfect. And I agree like, entirely. Yeah.
3: Alright, so that one was easy, but I knew that question was gonna be easy. <laughs> so the other the second question, which is the objective worst?
1: <laughs> hmm. Okay, so for me, it's probably the most iconic. It's the Kira Knightley storyline of just okay. like
0: well, this let, dude... let's 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 talk, let's dive in let's do this first, but all dive right, into all right. that so after. Let's answer Jack's
1: question. It's her sorry, name. Julia again. Peter and Mark. Juliet, Peter, Mark.
3: It's really Juliet yeah. and Mark. It's the Kieran does nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah The Yeah, line. Peter's perfect. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: uh I mean, I i can agree that that one would be the objective worst.
3: Objective worst. Uh, okay. Even
2: though, it'd be yeah, yeah. I mean, we can get into why, but I will agree with that.
0: I almost wonder if it's the guy traveling from England to America. Just there's not there's not well here's the thing well one of Jack's I, questions I was
2: gonna say maybe one, that one too, one of just Jack's questions yeah. is most
0: problematic which the Keira Knightley one totally wins that for me mm. but but the Keira Knightley one there are elements where that could be a really good story like I yeah. you could change it and it okay. could be really effective but I think the one with that guy I find the character and the actor pretty annoying I know he's <laughs> kind of supposed to be but that doesn't really help. Um, how it's presented yes american women or women from anywhere in the world can like swoon over accents or men can as well but it's presented so cartoony compared to like any other bit in the movie so it doesn't quite fit the rest and then we don't really know much about him as a character and what we do know like he's just horny and obnoxious yeah so (laughs) like like he doesn't earn anything and it's like it's it's short like there's not a yeah. whole lot of meat to it in general, yes. so mm-hmm. for me that's like the weakest story. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I guess. I but just for me, because it
0: it's entertaining, yeah. that one bit is
2: enough because it's basically just like a one bit thing. Which it's which part is they the entertaining don't... part to you? Well, I mean, just the like the concept at the beginning when he's like um, talking about his plan and the other guy's just like shitting on him. He's like, no. He... <laughs> Okay. Women like accents, but they also like attractive men. Like basically, yeah. <laughs> and then um, and, yeah, and the joke is just that it it just works, and it works so well that it seems impossible. And like, but like the you know the scene where it actually does work out for me is actually kind of funny because it's so over the top. Because it's like that would never. I think happen, that's the but, only way it works yeah. is if you make it <laughs> yeah. so
1: ridiculous. Of like, did he dream this? <laughs> like, this is too right. perfect. <laughs> like, because I think, I don't know. Yeah. I really like the scene with the girls like asking him how to say all the things in his accent. Like, bottle. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, like they're so
2: enraptured with the accent. It's just like any word he says. There's one that's like, like, table.
1: Oh, that's the same. That's the same. same. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I definitely had those conversations with like British friends and been like, how do you say this? How do you say this? (laughs) Well, like we do it to each other. So it's like pretty funny. But yeah, Um, I guess I wasn't thinking about just like yeah, I don't know. It's.
0: I mean, I, I'm not I guess, just saying you, you're fine yeah. if you hold to your original. I'm just that's where I land on it. I think
1: I could have said it's, which it's one the one that makes the me weakest. like angriest. <laughs> yeah. So that I actually so.
3: thought of another question while I was through uh, while you guys are talking, and it's which one makes you the most angry? And this one is not the one that makes me the most angry. So that would have been a better question, I think. Yeah.
0: So Jack, um, worst for you?
3: Uh. If we're talking about that, I was going to say that that one was the worst because I think it's the weakest. Like, if you removed it, you Wh- wouldn't which lose is much that from one? the movie. Which one? I'm sorry, you're right. I didn't say Colin. Okay. And the America mm, yeah. one. Um, I I think it's not that it has nothing to it, but it's just of them, it's the weakest. Um, mm-hmm. but you could also argue that it like brings more levity, more humor. But I, yeah, I don't know. Every time I watch it, I'm not that interested. Uh, and I think the scene in the bar goes on for a long time. It's it very, uh, uh, very porny, like very lead up to a porn. Like they're it, clearly, well, yeah. I think that's the, that. the joke. Yes. It's like
2: his his whole idea of like sex and women and like yeah. like it's just.
0: It's so juvenile and that's why like yeah. he's kind of like yeah. the butt of the joke it, the whole it time. Better, <laughs> it might have been yeah. better It might have been better if it there was a more charming actor in it. And I know like Maybe. I, I don't and I when I say charming I don't mean like Hugh Grant's classic, oh pardon me. Like like that kind of shit. But I just mean like someone that we like on screen who could play a nerd or geeky guy. Like I've top my head, at that era like Simon Pegg. Like Simon Pegg, I think could have made that the Thank humor you. better. And I think Maybe. the yeah. scenes could have worked better. And I think,
2: yeah, because they never really establish any scene where you're kind of rooting for him because he has one... What? He has one scene where he fails with a woman, but it's like he's, She's he's being ass. obnoxious and like, annoying. So it's like, well, yeah, we're not really, like, rooting for him in a sense. Yeah. And just, but every scene he's just kind of... Yeah, he's just a buffoon. So you're like, okay, like, whatever. And then, you know, the way that they pull off his success is funny enough. But yeah, like, he just doesn't really have a chance to like endear himself to the audience and when he is, he's just like obnoxious and that's it
3: yeah so the I remember,
0: uh, oh good
3: i remember when i first saw it i was mad because i was like why does he win why does this sucky guy get what he wants he gets everything he wants and he's just a jerk and that sucks i remember being mad about that
0: so your other american women that's most why. problematic and
3: uh which is terrible but you love it anyway
0: okay so most problematic.
3: I think we're all pretty much in agreement. Kira, yeah, Kira Knightley, everybody. Karen Knightley. Yes. Although I feel like I should be angrier at the ones where it's um employer employee. Um, because like the the Jamie and Aurelia one, um that is weird. I mean, he's driving her home every day, and the power dynamics there are really mm. icky. Um, but it's because it's called Firth. It's like he's they pull it off you know what i mean yeah. it's like easy to just like kind of slide past that and same with but um, i don't
0: think he he's not exacting any kind of power and it's like he's, no. Tempora- no, he he's really temporarily play, there yeah. and she's interested in him too so
3: it's you don't have to be exacting power for power dynamics to still be at play it just makes it messy it makes it there's an ick factor to it's it i think is what i'm trying yeah. to say it's a there's an ick yeah. factor that's just an uncomfortable thing um and you could argue the same with David and Natalie, but I like theirs better, because at least uh, the Prime Minister, David, uh, like at least he's at least trying, he he's fires this it. woman from her job. Yeah, he like, like <laughs> he like has her he, removed. No, he, his... he moves her. He moves her. He moves her sideways. He moves <laughs> her. <laughs> and fire yeah. her. He moves her out.
1: He and it, like, her. her. It's complicated. So. But he Just does that But is that what he's
0: doing, or is he doing it because he's mad? Cause, oh, cause it's the, not no, well, I think because well the is... well the president isn't going to hang her out. He's not going to keep seeing that woman.
3: No, what he realized is <laughs> I think about this plotline okay. a lot, sorry. Right. Um so he had that moment with like her and the president so which, which we haven't explained basically uh the president played by Billy Bob Thornton. God, uh, <laughs> like comes in and it's just like America pew pew pew. pew, pew, pew. <laughs> uh uh Wait, pausing for a second. Can we talk about how that might be the weakest writing, though? Is when they're trying to talk politics at all. Oh, yeah. I was going to so that's something bad. I missed a long time ago. I think,
2: <laughs> I think so bad. It's funny because, yeah, like the whole scene, they're literally talking about nothing. It's just vague. Nothing. And it's garbage. I think the movie probably does it on purpose to not date itself. Yeah. yeah. And also well, not We to need really to be stronger bother. on this yeah. issue. Well, I yeah. don't yes. like that issue. <laughs> that's it. That's like. That issue? It. Are you crazy? Like, basically yeah. Is. <laughs> It's like nothing. They don't even they won't even like give a hint of even what they're talking about, no. and it's like, yeah, I yeah. think I don't think they even want to delve into politics and yeah, not date itself, but yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> it's, it's very it's, glaring. <laughs> it, yeah,
3: it's really obvious. And uh, the president, I think, almost exactly says, uh, "Well, I just take what I want." Like he's like, uh, "I'll give you anything you want, unless it's something I don't want to give." And like he talks a lot about how uh, England's our friend and they'll give us whatever we want and then Hugh Grant sees uh, the president hitting on Natalie. I mean, like, kissing her. Like, he leaves them alone in a room for, like, five seconds and comes back, and president president's smooching her. And he's real smug about it. And then Hugh Grant uh, goes on the, the next day at this huge press meeting. He basically is like... Uh, I don't like America anymore. Yeah, we won't back uh, down.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's like again, very generic and very weird. And if that happened in real life, it'd be like, "Are you starting a war? What's what happening, happening here? <laughs> what is this?" And it's very. Okay. I still love it. What the president said.
2: So like he, he very sleazily talks about Natalie when he like uh, sure does. They walk nice by her and like, like... son of well he's like well pretty son of a bitch huh and then he's like. You see the pipes on her, yeah. And I was pipes. like, "What's he referring to?"
3: Thank you. When he I says think. pipes, pipes is singing.
1: Like I don't understand. Or no, it could legs. be
0: that. I guess maybe.
2: I've
3: never heard it referred to. They refer
1: talk to about as... her size
0: a lot. It, it's weird. It's weird. I was thinking it was breasts, just because of like, because oh. you're saying like singing. With, well, no, like lungs. Because you could yeah. like because you could say like a nice set of lungs is like a sleazy are thing. Not right?
1: No, I know. <laughs> I'm maybe
0: at the, richard curtis doesn't know that though i, thought, I don't know
1: I, I thought it was legs i thought it was legs cause it, it might be because they do reference her
0: tree trunk thighs a lot her so
2: tree trunk thighs you know, yeah uh, and
1: I'm like her normal size legs very yeah. normal
0: <laughs> <talking laughs> nice industrial size piping she has. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: was like why is everyone calling you this normal size woman chubby are you right. kidding she's gorgeous
3: yeah i know she is she's lovely Um, So all of that was a side note. Okay, so he hits on Natalie. Yes. And then then, uh, he stands up to the president, and then he has Natalie moved. But I think it's because he realized how that affected his job. He did that. He did that whole thing because he likes this girl, and he's like, I can't Hmm. do my job. You
1: can't start civil war. I can't can't be starting wars with
3: the most powerful (laughs) country in the world because... He smooched a girl that I like. Um, (laughs) That I think is pretty. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I think that's why he had, because he realized the effect that she was having. But I will grant you that they don't make that, I will Hugh grant you that they don't make (laughs) that clear.
0: Oh, you got mad at me earlier for mine? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. (laughs) All right. So the question was most problematic, and we're all on the same page. And then the last one was?
3: Uh, Which one is terrible, but you love it anyway? Mm, I guess you can say terrible Uh, you can argue one way or the other I was going
2: to say that for the Colin Fristle one just because like it's there's not a lot to it but I still enjoy it and that's about it
0: I don't know if I have any that I think are like terrible but I embrace so not applicable
3: mine would be the David and Natalie one like I really love it even though there's issues there are issues there but I really like that one
1: okay yeah I think I think I agree that's the most egregious like power dynamic inappropriate he goes and
3: finds her later yeah like chases her down i mean she does yeah. send him a letter that says she loves him but
1: i just really yeah <laughs> i just think that their relationship is established so quickly of just like they are both people who just like say things yes they just say things yeah. <laughs> they word, word vomit, vomit a lot yeah. and it's really charming that they have found each other i don't know yeah. in a weird circumstance I yep <laughs> And uh, yeah. I mean it is problematic, but
0: uh yeah, love it. All right. Moving along here, we haven't officially Oof. addressed it yet, but the uh the, the, the big storyline, uh what are the characters' names against? Kira Knightley story, Juliet. Uh,
3: Peter, Juliet. Her husband and Mark the Juliet, best
0: Peter and Mark So Juliet and Peter are getting married Mark has done this big surprise With musicians at their wedding Which I read was actually inspired by Jim Henson's funeral When all the Muppets Aww. were brought out And sang I see that. um, So that's uh, where Curtis got the idea for this So all these musicians play And it's this big amazing thing um, And then uh, She wants footage from the wedding Mark was taking uh, like Film of it uh, he's acting weird about it. We also get dropped in from his best friend and the husband of like, Oh, be nice to her. So there's this implied indication that he normally isn't. We never see him be outright horrible to her, but there's definitely a coldness and a distance there. And then he, both he and Kira Knightley comment on that. Um, then she ends up tracking down the tape from him and seeing it's all me. <laughs> That uh, all the footage is just of her, uh, even though it's his best friend, and he's not like getting full images of the wedding. It's just zoomed in on Kira Knightley. And can you blame him? But anyway, she's
1: gorgeous.
0: um, So she uh, realizes uh, that, uh, you know, he's been in love with her and everything. Uh, Some may say obsessed with her. Um, But up to to this point in the movie, I would say there's a sympathetic aspect to it. He explains the reason he doesn't like talk to her, that he's like cold to her is like because it's self-preservation. It's easier and it's like. Okay. All right. Yeah, fucking
1: and, river, dude. No, no. All of the. I agree with Linton. All of that's. Fine. No, that's. I know. do they like
0: feel ways about other people they know. can't be I mean, with? <laughs> but you don't.
1: Yeah, you don't. All do right. Well, I have that. some things to say, say that about. Out the, out I
0: have some things to say about that, Jess, in a moment. Um, but. Uh, So then eventually he shows up at her door with big cue cards, tells her to say it's uh, Christmas carolers. Her husband's (laughs) sitting in there days, weeks after they're married. Not much time. Yeah. No. Um, Quick
3: side note. He says it's carolers, starts playing the thing on the stereo and it's not carolers. There's music. And I'm like, why didn't you do? do... He just did a bad job. Sorry. Go on.
0: So then he has, like, cards with jokes. You may have seen this parodied and stuff. Uh, Like, Saturday Night Live's done it a couple times. Other Mm. places have done it. So it's just him silently showing her cards. Uh, jokes are mixed in, but like him saying like seemingly sweet things and how he's going to move on and stuff, but wishing her a merry Christmas.
3: Well, he says, and "I love you." Like
0: yeah. my wasted her, heart
1: will love you until you look like a yes. skeleton. Uh, yes. Yep.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: which may be sooner than we uh, think. Uh, <laughs> <that> we <can laughs> the and then murder <laughs> you for being.
0: <laughs> and then uh, he walks off. And then she chases him down and kisses him full on the lips in the worst moment of the film. (laughs) Because it's like, because for me, the issue, like all of it's bad and weird, but like neither his best friend nor his now wife give a fuck about that dude sitting in. I mean, all of it's messy and bad, but I think like it's the husband character is where i think it's the worst affected in all of this like she definitely has reason to be creeped out but she's not she should be from a writing standpoint they should have her be like what what is this but but they have her swooning and thinking it's amazing kisses him full on the mouth yes full on the mouth not on the cheek full on the mouth and he says enough now and he walks off yes which I
2: don't know. I think that, that would just character. rile him up more, you know. I don't yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> like
3: you're encouraging him. Like, I finally got doing. the kiss. Like um, I, honestly, even if you had left it exactly as it was, but she never came out and kissed him, and he then said, "Enough, enough now," enough as he now. walked yeah. away. Like, that's good. That would be better. I'd still it's weird, a, and he's still it's weird. Still weird. But he's still a bad friend. W- yeah.
1: Like, it was. Yes. It
2: was enough for her to just humor him. To, to his whole bit. Yes. Because I think yeah, most people like, would be like, What are you doing? What are you doing? Get out of here. Get like,
1: the fuck out of here. Yeah. This is so Send uncomfortable. Why do I have
3: like, to stand here and watch your weird PowerPoint <laughs> it presentation? Could be an email.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, now I'm going to throw this out, and I'm going to try to do it kindly and with love, but I will say, Jess, based on the position that you're taking right now, you definitely don't remember the conversation we had about 15 years ago at OU, because (laughs) you and I were walking up Jeff Hill, I was there for a party, and love action. And and love actually came up. He started and I this liked, whole podcast. And just I like this.
1: This has been the long con. Okay.
0: I liked the movie. I liked it, but I said at the time I was like, "Yeah, that card scene is like so weird," and you. Mm-hmm in all fairness we were like swooning like no it's romantic it's so sweet and the enough now like i remember you stressing the enough now and i and I, and I said, and I, said and I said to you i was like if a dude did that to you in real life it was like you're like you married a guy and his best friend treated you like shit and then suddenly was like no i've loved you all along and let me show you now i was like there is no way you would be cool with that <laughs> and I like that. Fifteen years later, you agree with me now. I'm
1: and very Kate. glad Linton. that I have grown in fifteen years. <laughs> yes, yes. It's yeah. Yeah. You have, the yes. and I'm, I'm glad the the that receipts. I was
0: forward thinking. So,
1: Had, oh. no.
2: hasn't
3: grown here's your flowers.
0: When actually, it's good
2: you brought this up because there's something that Jess said to me like fifteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> And it's about...
3: <laughs> Airing of grievances, let's go. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> and, uh, uh,
2: it's, a, it's, about, it's about Walk Hard, which we did uh, this podcast did. on. And uh, I remember when it first came out and we saw it, we were we were talking about it, and she thought it was like the worst movie ever made, yeah. and was like comparing it to like Epic Movie and Date Movie. That was, like, really <laughs> and I was, oh like, my God. I was like, are you kidding me? What? <laughs> yeah so I don't know if you've changed your mind on Walk Hard in 15 years but
1: I haven't seen it again so I don't know oh, <laughs> no. but you've grown
0: so much since then so uh. no,
1: no um, it's just it's funny because like I do remember when that when Love Actually came out like yeah that's the scene that everyone knows that's the scene that got mm-hmm. parodied that's the scene that was just like this is the dream and like yeah. all that and like it's so funny looking love. back of like yeah mm-hmm. there's like there's no possible fucking way. Like that's this terrible. is not this is not good. Like
3: Well, the
0: other no. bit uh oh, good.
3: I have a friend who did this to a girl.
1: <laughs> oh, no. What was it? A girl
0: who got married?
1: Who no. was married?
3: No. Oh. No. See, no. that's the thing. I think fair, that's the thing no. that
1: we weren't connecting with too is like she is married. She's married. Like,
3: <laughs> married it's not
1: just like a guy coming to your dorm and being like, hey, I know you're like having yeah. a crush on this guy, but like, yeah,
0: but I was like, right, she and, I, and I think that's legally big,
1: married. <laughs> that's a yeah. big
0: aspect, yeah. If this were like it was like three people who you know they've dated each other, or it's like, mm-hmm. you know, what's a pretty and pink or, or 16 candles, one of those, a so pretty in yeah. pink, I think. If it was one of those type of deals where it's like, oh, I've known you I forever still... and I and I love you and I've never said this. That's a different ball game. But it's not yes. only that she is married and so she's basically betraying her husband to some degree, yeah. but yes. her his best friend is betraying him Was the I...
1: best man. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so again
0: Again, I'm I'm okay with the movie having messy parts and obviously mm-hmm. you wanna have you like if you're trying to represent love and be honest about it, sure, have some messiness in there, but Her reaction, and I'm not blaming Kira Knightley obviously, but like in the writing, like it's like that shouldn't be occurring unless unless we're supposed to now dislike her at least somewhat. That's this is
1: how you know it's confusing. (laughs) Sorry, um, it's also so confusing of like why did he give them this big spectacle at the wedding if he's only going to like betray his best friend three weeks later, like and you know. Because he was trying to love her, yes
3: yeah. Well, yeah, he
1: never was,
2: intended so her drugs. to know it's anything. So she found out, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so confusing
1: and, and weird. And yeah, bad
0: I and take that that he's terrible. he's doing that because that's what he would want to do if he was marrying her. But yeah. then it, then it can look like a gift to both of them. Yep. And, um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, also there is a very relevant, ele- uh, re- uh, very relevant onion article from uh, way back in the early days, 99, I had to track it down. Romantic comedy behavior gets real life man arrested.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Exactly. Yes. That's, All the time. Yeah. I think a lot um, of the complaints I think people... the kiss,
2: the Keira Knightley kiss I'm realizing is just a brilliant turn in the movie because they're, they're subverting the, uh, trope the romantic kiss in like the long alleyway and kind of, but it's, it's in this disgusting romantic. context. It's, so, yeah. you know, I think they're just playing 3D chess at this point. <laughs> okay,
3: sure. Or, there's really no
2: problems with this movie whatsoever. Of course, so. yeah,
3: absolutely. We've solved it. Uh, i also just like is-
1: to say that as a recent bride, if I was Karen Knightley and I got wedding video back and it was all of my fucking face, I'd be so fucking angry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like Mike yeah. Mike she said, Reynolds
0: gives you a video. <laughs> it's just all you
1: I'm like, what? My parents were there. They gave speeches. Like <laughs> You didn't get any of that? None of that? Okay, <laughs> cool Oh cool. yeah, cool. I I, I, I edited
2: it out. You know, I didn't yeah. want to mess with what I was doing. I'd be
1: like, No, I don't wanna watch this. Like yeah,
0: she did think she looked quite beautiful, though. So I
1: look quite I look pretty. Pretty,
0: look pretty, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, a few background things, and then we can kind of wrap up here soon. Um, so let's see. Uh, so originally, there were uh, two brief scenes were cut featuring the only gay love story of the film. I was wondering about. Um, so there was uh, it was like a lesbian couple, and it had to do with someone having a, like a terminally ill partner. Um, and that Curtis said that he regretted losing the, that, that storyline. Um, and I think there was some other storyline that was cut. Do they show I...
1: up at all? Just like in the background anywhere?
0: Uh, or? he says in the first, Anne Reed as the headmistress of Karen's children's school. So I don't know if we see this character oh. somewhere randomly, okay. but, uh um, She probably pops up in the end of the scene yeah. yeah. but... So, uh, so there's that. Um, A couple of production things. Uh, The lake where Colin Firth and uh, Lucia manes I'm not sure how you pronounce her name, uh, are swimming was actually only 18 inches deep. They had to kneel down and pretend pretend to be in deep water. Um, It was also overrun by mosquitoes and Colin Firth was badly bitten and his elbow swelled up to the size of an avocado (laughs) requiring medical attention. Um, What? So there's that bit. Um, For the scene in which Rowan Atkinson's character Rufus annoys Harry, Alan Rickman's reaction was reportedly genuine, having been quote, <laughs> driven insane by the time constraints. <laughs> Hugh Grant disliked filming the dance scene as he called it quote, oh, excruciating so and absolute hell.
1: He's, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. so good. It's one of the best parts <laughs> of the movie.
0: <laughs> Alright, and one of the best background bits that I read Andrew Lincoln was initially unsure about his character as he thought the scene with handwritten signs was, quote, borderline stalker territory. Yep. And he has also stated in interviews that looking back, his character Mark is creepy and inappropriate in his behavior (laughs) and that he wished they would have rewritten his scenes to make them appear more reasonable and normal about his feelings for Juliet.
2: Yeah, I think that's the big place where that that whole storyline falls apart, where it's just there's not enough time to really, like make the story happen
3: yeah
2: um and so you just get just scene to scene and he's just getting more creepy and that's about it (laughs) but like they're dressing it with all this like all these romantic tropes that it
0: (laughs) um
1: just 15 years ago loved (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: and then uh, all it takes is some nice music and (laughs) yeah i know uh, Roger Ebert's review of the movie I thought was interesting uh, he described it as a belly flop into the sea of romantic comedy Three uh, three three and a <laughs> half out of four stars belly flop into the sea of romantic comedy the movie's only flaw is also its virtue it's jammed with characters, stories, warmth, and laughs, until at times Curtis seems to be working from a checklist of obligatory movie love situations and doesn't want to leave anything out. It feels a little like a gourmet meal that turns into a hot dog eating contest. <laughs>
3: <laughs> incredible um, review. That, that is, that is, I love that. I would yes. frame that review. That is great. <laughs> That is so good. So uh,
0: good. And then the movie also had a sequel of sorts, if uh, some of you don't know. I mean, not to get your hopes up, but uh, has anyone heard of Red Nose Day? Oh, yeah. I've heard oh, of it, oh, but heard I haven't. Of so it's it. it's a British thing started, I think, in like the 80s or 90s. Curtis, I guess. Oh, I did star- this, yeah. Curtis, Eric, like- I
3: thought you were an Anglophile. <laughs> but I'm embarrassed by you right now.
0: Curtis, I think, like, actually was... Uh, originated it or co-originated it back know. in the day. So it's like eighties or nineties when it began, it was basically after all those like live aid, farm aid, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it goes to different charities um, for like uh, health uh, issues. Um, but red nose is for like, cause they would always have like skits and stuff. Uh, so they did a short in 2017 that picks up with 12 of the characters uh, 14 years later. So it picks up, uh, you know, exactly after the film. Oh, ends wow. with the character and so like the major people are in it uh, i watched it back when it came out uh, but i don't remember much from it
1: i just remember laura linney is married to patrick dempsey and i'm oh. like good for her oh, okay <laughs> good, that's good for her that's great
3: <laughs> that storyline made me in like a angry. chunky
1: sweater and that's that's his scene that's and i'm just like they're married yay she figured it out
0: all right um, uh good
3: can we I, I know we're wrapping up, yeah. but I just think we didn't talk about how great Emma Thompson is enough. Mm-hmm. Um I just quickly oh, her, her crying scene
0: is like the most like
3: It's incredible. Yeah, that's
1: the
0: most effective thing in the movie for me. Well that was I, a that was something on this watch that struck me. Again, I've only seen it, you know, maybe three or four times or something, but um is her going into the room to cry and then <sighs> putting on a face and coming out to greet the family which 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 struck well it struck me as like what an honest thing to show of a woman i mean i know i'm speaking as a man but i felt like no that's that's legit because women put up with a lot of shit and will soldier on for the kids or for the good of the marriage and things like that and that's a really smart angle i thought yep
3: it was beautiful yeah i don't think a lot of Actors could pull it off to the degree that she did. There are three scenes that she does that I think are absolutely stunning. Uh, It's that one, which is unarguably the most powerful in the whole movie. I don't think there's any scene more powerful than when she's listening to Joni Mitchell in her bedroom, trying not to cry, and she leans down to straighten her bed and realizes, like, why am I doing this? Like, this is my... (laughs) this is not my safe place anymore. This is, my husband betrayed me. This is, it's just like, you see in her pulling on a blanket, all of this wash over her and it's incredible. That's scene one. Scene two is when she confronts her husband in the school and she's saying these heartbreaking things to him while saying, oh, hello, to people walking by. And she, again, is keeping it normal Mm. while she's having the hardest conversation of her life. Absolutely amazing. And then, at the end in the airport when he comes mm-hmm. back after a month and they're like greeting and how she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And like them trying, like, are they going to make it work? Are they not? And it's like, she's the best actress in the world. It's so <laughs> she's good. Wonderful. She's
2: yeah. up there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just She's like her, going places. You're right. <laughs> like, she's. I believe in her. <laughs> this little <laughs> up and comer. Uh, yeah. No, I, her that scene is so good her crying because it's it's silent and she's not making it t- it's just oh the tears are leaking out of her face and it's just like oh so powerful um Gosh. and yeah i just love the instant change that i mean i'm sure we've all done <laughs> at some point i just yep, come in the bathroom and you're sure. like hey yep.
3: <laughs> definitely done it. your that eyes are sucks.
1: red, and you're like hey guys everything's fine <laughs> everything's good <I'm> yep <laughs> uh yeah
3: it's beautiful and terrible and so sad <laughs> all right any also, yeah very last thing i just really love uh aurelia's speaking english at the end Mm. uh when she says just in cases is the cutest thing ever and 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 it always makes me answers yes yeah exactly um (laughs) it always makes me think of my friend laura one of my best friends uh she and i both love this movie and we both watch it together and quoted each other she always says just in cases it's cute Mm. i love it
0: so, uh, anything else you want to throw out before we wrap up? Other than uh, Billy Mac's great line of saying Britney Spears was rubbish <laughs> in the sack. <set>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> God, um, I love him.
3: I did um... have one, sorry. I will find it.
1: Oh, Hugh Grant calls Ma- Margaret Thatcher a saucy minx. That. <laughs> so I really Love that. Just really needed to. you saucy minx. <laughs> of was you like, stop do saucy being minx. so goddamn charming. <laughs> so funny. Uh, uh, I think we've said all the most of mine are quotes because I just can't stop quoting this movie. Sure.
3: <laughs> you could quote it forever. I know you don't. I part of me wants to go down that hole. I hate that I said it that way. Hmm. Rabbit hole is what I was trying to say. Which things. hole do you hole.
0: want to go down, Jack? <laughs>
2: hole. What hole were you thinking of when you said what you said?
3: <laughs> oh, no. Hole. Can't even cut it out because now it's funny. Um, but if we start just saying quotes, we'll just be quoting all night because yeah. it is fantastic.
0: That's true. Well, all right. So, so, would you recommend Love Actually?
1: Yes. <laughs> Duh.
0: yes yes
1: Absolutely. all right jess
0: would you recommend the card scene from love actually <laughs> this is for jess and jess alone
1: i mean you Revisit should watch years. it just to get some hate flowing through you yeah. um all right yes all, all right. of it
4: Don't try this at home.
1: Right.
3: I (laughs) did recommend this to some people, uh, some good friends of mine, post-college. And they were so mad at me. They're like, that was garbage. That movie was terrible. What's wrong with you? And I was like, Oh and for a long time I was like, Oh, maybe it isn't a good movie. And so I got really happy when I found mm-hmm. other people who love it. Mm-hmm. Like, thank goodness. Okay, I'm not crazy. They're just dumb. Is it
1: a nostalgia factor too? Like it's gotta know. be
3: nostalgia. There has to be. But like
1: it... I... I was in high school when I first saw it. Like, you know, there's and no I,
0: it's it's genuine I think it's genuinely well made, genuinely well mm-hmm. written, great performances. There as we said, there are some problematic aspects that I we can't even say they've aged poorly because I think they were problematic in two thousand. It's not like oh well the world changed. It's like well well no. it's not like oh in the post Me Too era we're aware of this thing. It's like no that card thing would have been bad twenty years ago too. Like <laughs> so uh, but I I mean I do think even though we're we're all fans and there are definitely a lot of fans it's probably only going to get so it's only going to become something you will have to defend more as the years go on because sure. I just even like doing a little bit of research. For looking stuff up for this and being on like letterbox and stuff i saw some people just kind of like gloatingly saying yeah. how they despise it and yeah. that it's just you There's know and not not even
1: recently, yeah. right
0: and not even like that they think it's sickeningly sweet or that kind of thing but like in that sort of like it does these bad things and therefore it must be shunned and it's like so well funny. it's like a two and hour and 20 minute movie that has a couple scenes that like yeah aren't great but if we're if like if we do that to every piece of art then like well (laughs) just get rid of everything before like (laughs) it's whatever decade you know
3: i I would at least argue um that you have to separate out what is like bad about this movie and then what things are rom-com things yeah you know that it doesn't mean that they're not problematic, but it de- mm-hmm. definitely means like this is acceptable within this genre. Like mm-hmm. these types of liberties. And I think there's a lot of people, it just has become very popular to hate
2: yeah. on this movie. So it gets yes. more picked apart. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then it's, yeah. Which I don't Yeah, think it's not is... hard to find like silly things about the movie. So, like, once you get on a yeah. roll with it, you can I just make fun like... of it
1: a lot and I love it.
2: Of course. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. For sure. Um... <laughs> it's uh, kind of the, the, I almost said baby's got back treatment. That's what baby, it's cold outside, is what I meant. My baby's <laughs> People Jack's really been David's thinking head. about that hole so
0: <laughs> we finally figured out what hole you were talking about
3: the oh. Jack's holding up
0: dead. cards now about the hole <laughs>
3: just, uh... yeah good thing this it's isn't carolers. a video tell it's podcast tell oh. yeah, them <laughs> it's carolers
2: continue the podcast if it's nothing, is, nothing is wrong. <laughs> just be act normal
3: <laughs> but here's pictures um, of the hole of the hole <laughs> it's just just pictures of a hole they're like, and this is like if it
2: had a hat on and then this one is <laughs> it's like,
0: okay. this is a bunch of pictures of your hole that I've taken when you were <laughs> i
1: I look really pretty <laughs> I look pretty oh my god let's, let's see if the,
0: the Brits stick with us on this uh, this, uh, no. this thread <laughs>
3: You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, it's the baby. <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's cool yes. to hate on that, too. Yes. Which is one of my favorite songs forever. Uh, well, that's another, I, another
0: one where people, yeah, people jump on mm-hmm. a certain interpretation, mm-hmm. which I always yes. felt like it was i always made the joke too but i thought oh that's like us applying our sensibilities to that song sure. yeah and then sure. it became like then people are like no it's text it's
1: that's what it is and, and, is and
0: i've read that yeah. some, like some like linguistics like who study language of that era are like well mm-hmm. it's actually kind of doing some subtle stuff and so i Absolutely. at best i think it's like complex but it's not yes. like a. Yeah. The song, I think, is,
2: is more self aware <laughs> than we give it credit for. Yeah. I think what it yeah. is. We I assume because it's so old that it wouldn't be. In they didn't do joke, that. I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's giving excuses, but she really wants yeah. to fuck this dude. So she's like, right. yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's
3: it's like, cold outside.
1: You go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: will. The one thing I will say is for that, in defense of the people who don't like it. And not to get too serious, but if if you have had a bad experience with a guy, mm-hmm. that could easily be very upsetting to hear and to listen to. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. absolutely see that. And I don't joke about that. I don't think that, that I take that seriously. And I think that's a legitimate criticism of how it can affect people. However, I don't think people saying this is definitely what it's about. I, I don't think that's accurate yeah. or fair. So. Yeah.
0: We agree. Hooray. All right, so uh, Jack uh, recommends Love Actually, Baby, It's Cold Outside, and Various Holes.
4: <laughs> yep. All that's right. It.
0: For myself, uh, I recommend those things as well. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm. Uh, uh, yeah, Love I recommend Actually. holes,
1: the book and the movie. And the movie. It's a very
3: pro hole podcast. Pro holes. Uh,
0: but yes, uh, Love Actually, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very funny, very charming in most of it, um, and uh, a great cast. And as we said, you know, there's some parts that don't play uh, super great, but I'd say like 90% or more of this movie is like absolutely harmless, um, I would argue, yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, uh, definitely a modern, uh, Christmas classic in some circles and a a hated Christmas film in others. (laughs) Um, but no, we're, uh, we're fans. So, uh, yeah, that's why we, uh, picked it for this one. Um, so Merry Christmas, that wraps us up for the Uncanny Cinema Christmas present, uh, for Can I Find This? This one is lots of places, AMC+, Apple TV, Netflix, Amazon google play youtube voodoo microsoft redbox direct tv i wouldn't be surprised if some of those places possibly drop it after the holidays um not like they should necessarily but i know that sometimes holiday movies get rotated around and stuff and i've looked yes netflix did say it's got like a couple yeah so uh so yeah so some of those might change in the next month um but it is on dvd it is on blu-ray buy physical media because they're taking everything away um do what i do um (laughs) But you sound
1: uh, so old <laughs> I, know, I'm
3: like, no, I
0: don't I'm give not. a fuck I'm in the right <laughs> uh, Again, old Go on uh, Anyway uh, So yeah, so that wraps up for this one uh, We'll take a, another break of like a month or so And then we are going to be coming back With our regular slate of weird And obscure movies Our first one, we are going to look at a 1980s film, I think it is English, or an American English co-production so any brits listening you might be aware of this one eh? um but uh it is a 1980s ripoff of the indiana jones series called sky pirates uh i have never seen it um but i've been aware of it so i wanted to give it a go and see uh see what to make of it so we will have a new crew looking at sky pirates coming up next